Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, sound investment. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I have made a big investment in the Bank of Jordan, and I've never been disappointed at the returns. Right. Um, but I think what you're getting back is, you know, hard to quantify, spiritual. Laughter. Friendship. Good vibes. Sure. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I actually learned recently that I just, you know, by existing can produce cold, hard cash. Really? Yeah. So not... When you say by existing, you don't mean through like the 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 sweat of your loins. <laughs> what is the expression? Yeah, the sweat of my loins. <laughs> when I've been in the car for five hours, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I pull over to that rest stop bathroom. So not, I reach in, not through economic productivity. Well, in kind, other words. kind of. Okay. I, I, well, let me explain. Yeah. Um. You know that uh, recently I've been uh, I I've I've been working in the field of comic books. Yeah. Writing writing comic books for others to draw. Sure. Uh. It's it's been wild. It's been a, a literal dream come true. Something I've always wanted to do. It's it's been it's been such a thrill to do. Um, and you know, when people respond to them, it's just it's it's amazing. I I you know I can't believe it. And the fact that you know people like some of the stuff. It's it's oh my god, right? Yeah. Every I mean, day. I I think it's at one day mm-hmm. you'll be lucky enough to have your own letters column to respond to people's responses. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> but for now, you'll I have to- I would love, yes. You're all, yes, you all out there, you're all my true believers. Yeah. <laughs> see, see Jordan- Asterisk. See Jordan Jesse go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Episode 316. Um, but but no, yeah, it's 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 been really cool. Um, and, you know, like I, you know, as a man who values, um, you know, creativity and uh, imagination, I- you know when i when i bought comics as a kid when i buy comics now it's it's for the it's for the stories to right. lose myself in you know an imagined world yeah to i mean transport it there are modern myths have have you been hanging out with that Zack snyder again jordan jesse there are modern jesse you what didn't... did i tell you about hanging out with Zack snyder oh no i'm going gray and orange <laughs> well that's what happens okay so i don't want you playing with him anymore <laughs> okay but in this case, Zack Snyder is right. Yeah, the comic books are our modern myths. Um, but you know, I think I, I, as maybe you know, um, as a guy who did a lot of like uh, you know baseball card collecting as a kid, some people, you know, aren't in the comics for necessarily for the stories, but their investments. Right. Exactly. Like me and Beanie Babies. Exactly. <laughs> when are you when are you gonna finally sell those off? How long are you gonna wait? I'm I'm getting them all slabbed. Getting those slabbed up, graded. Yeah, slabbed and graded. Well, funny you mentioned slabbing and grading. Uh-huh. Because I, I had a notion that I should check out, you know, like- um, I've heard some good grades about your slab. <laughs> <laughs> B plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but A for effort, mm-hmm. they say. Um, I thought I would, like, check out online marketplaces and see if anybody had put up, you know, anything I had worked on uh, to be, like, resold. Oh, yeah. See what it was going for. 
Um, See if any hype beasts are excited to flip right? it. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I just want the approval of hype beasts so much. What do <laughs> I, I have to do? I'll I join know. Odd Future. <laughs> oh, I, I, a rich twenty-three-year-old in Singapore likes yeah. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I went online and I found a, an issue of an of an Archie comic that I had a story in. Yeah. This is an issue, you know, retails. If you just picked it up at the shop, three ninety-nine. It's a bargain. Up there on eBay, a hundred bucks. One hundred dollars. Bucks, really? And this came out last year. It was slabbed up. It was graded a nine point eight. So this is a. Well, you that's know, a good. It grade. was in great quality. That's a I really think the good grading. Grade. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, "This is, is kind of cool, right?" I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think comics are to be, you know, preserved like that and not enjoyed, but kind of cool, right? Yeah, somebody could get a digital copy and then slab the sure, exactly. original. Yeah, that's true. And you can enjoy the story that way and then That way you don't mess up the grade on the slab. Exactly. Um and then I, I you know went down a little further on the page. Oh. And I saw a similarly graded and slabbed up copy that I had signed. Oh wow! So when I'm, you know, when I'm when I'm out there browsing comics, I like to do every week. If I see something I worked, on, I'll say, "Hey, I'll I'll let me let me sign that for you." Sure. Local shopkeep. Yeah, and you you. I love a shopkeep. You travel from town to town. Sure. Like David Carradine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Practicing my kung fu uh-huh. <laughs> and signing comics. Yeah. Um. So the the non signed copy going for a hundred bucks. Right. Copy signed by yours truly, one hundred and four dollars. <laughs> wow! Yeah. So, with a mere swipe of my pen, wow! I created four dollars. Four dollars. Holy cow! I know. And they say that that Republicans are better stewards of the economy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just give old Uncle Joe Biden a pen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let him loose in the comic book store. Man, imagine how valuable your comic book would be if Robert Reich signed it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Former Clinton administration <laughs> right. labor secretary right. and he also put his Twitter ho- firebrand. <laughs> he also put his hotel room number on here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jordan, so, if there's anything you want wait, me to sign, when you and- sign a comic, do you not put Robert Reich's hotel room on it? <laughs> I do. Huh? We everybody wants to fuck that little guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Especially at the Marriott. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if there's anything, you know, Robert Reich is pan poly. Oh, it's got to be right. That little impish motherfucker oh, with his sure. little, with his dashed off Wall Street Journal essays and whatnot. He'll tell you about how monogamy is a tool of the patriarchy. Oh yeah, and yeah. it'll fuck your girlfriend. That's right, he will. God. So if there's anything you want me to sign and and add four dollars to the value, heard of, some incredible I grades will. about his slab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got a he got a nine point eight on his slab. Wow, <laughs> yeah. for a little guy. So that means none of the none of the pages were bent. Yeah. Exactly. Has something to do with the staple, too? The grading has something to do with the staple? The staple is graded? Yeah, I think so. Where like the it staple has to be, is? It has to be centered? I think so. It's something like that. For the grade? It's not a world I know a lot about. Mm. But apparently now I'm a star in it, so. Yeah. Four dollars. I've never I'll got... sign this table. I haven't slabbed anything since uh, plastics class in at the Columbia Park Boys Club. Oh, yeah? What'd you slab? Talking about coins, mm. you could slap just about any goddamn thing. There's sure. only two things that went down in plastics class. Mm-hmm. 
Number one is they'd give you a little thing that was sort of shaped like a bird or something. Yeah. You know, about uh, about the size of a silver dollar pancake mm-hmm. or a silver dollar. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would have contact paper on either side. It was translucent plastic. And you'd run the edges on a buffer to buff it, and then you'd peel it off, and it would look beautiful. You'd give it to your mom. It sounds really nice. The other thing is you could take stuff, and then you could pour, you got to pour it into, seal it into plastic. It sounds really cool. Yeah, well, you know, it was Do that pre- with a stack of silver dollar pancakes. It's pretty good. Me and me and all my fellow future Norteños mm-hmm. at the <laughs> Columbia Park Boys Club, slapping there. around. Yeah, it's really cool. Should we introduce our guest I on would the love program? To. I'd love to find out if there is any plastics history slabbing, sure, or collectibles <laughs> in this room that we don't yet know about. Mm-hmm. Our guest is. Uh, Beloved stand-up comic, writer, former freelance graphic designer. (laughs) That's right. River Butcher. Hi, Riff. Yo. You want those credits to get more exciting as you go. Yeah. (laughs) Part-time barista in 2005. When you finally book Letterman, River. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll knock graphic design off the the end there. Carson's going to come out and say, Ah, I understand he's a uh, right. freelance graphic he designer. To, he used to use Corel Draw. <laughs> <laughs> Writer, stand-up comic, raked leaves for daddy. <laughs> That's right. Precisely right. For two bucks. Uh, so slabbing is what again? Slabbing is, so with certain collectibles, I think it started with sports cards, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know the history of slabbing. I think it started with sports cards. Um, it, it is basically like... It, it is a way to evaluate, quote, theoretically, objectively, yeah. the condition that a collectible is in. Okay. And in so doing, the people that uh, are doing the evaluating, there's these companies yeah. that do the evaluating based on some complicated yes. rubric, they seal the collectible into a block of plastic uh-huh. so that it can't be tampered with or damaged. Okay. So if you got to- But it if, could if you be gotta, taken out, though. It's not- Stuck yeah, in there forever but I don't, and eternity. But I wouldn't want. I wouldn't take a bandsaw to my, you know, nineteen thirty four Gaudi Babe Ruth or <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, of course. Right. I'm just trying to, because to me, I'm just like, once you put it in there, it's kind of right. fucked up. Then it's yeah, not, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a air. Piece of, I mean, okay. I don't think that I don't yeah. think it's the same as. So at the Boys and Girls Club, yeah, you'd fill it half. You'd fill the thing halfway with plastic, then you'd l- uh-huh. dry it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a materials expert. Yeah. Sure. You'd put the you'd put the thing down. I mostly was playing bumper pool. Let's be honest. How much time did I really spend in the shop? <laughs> I don't have any skills or talents. Um, you Not put, even bumper pool. Well, I was How are gonna you? Say you're playing I'm pretty bad pool. at bumper pool too. Really? Now you couldn't like go down to the old pool hall, pick up the queue, and hustle some bucks. Get a little color of money. These oh, kids, yeah, you should do a color of money. These dudes, these neighborhood dudes that were serious about it, mm-hmm. who had even more absent parents than mine. Mm-hmm. I would say there's two things: they had not yet discovered drugs and gangs. Mm-hmm. It was the main thing yeah. going on around the neighborhood. Yeah. Church to some extent, but mostly drugs and gangs. It was church, if not a gang. So, like, great point. That's a good great point. point. Wow, <laughs> that's really three billboards outside of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't steal that, but it's uh, pretty true. Yeah. So, uh, I think if if you're 11, yeah, you live near 16th and Mission in San Francisco. It's 1992. Mm-hmm. You haven't yet found drugs and gangs. You're not great at sports. 
Those, yep. okay, let's presume those things. Yeah. If your parents are even more absent than my parents, you spend a lot of time at the That's Columbia right. Park Boys and Girls Club, and you're more butch than me, yep. and you're more cutthroat than me, mm. Yeah. and you get real good at bumper pool. <laughs> That's right. And it is a beautiful, 11 is a beautiful window right before one falls into nefariousness, you know? Well, I went like, to it a- it just is a moment. I went to a birthday party. Well, first of all, there was plenty of nefariousness I, I mean, going yes. on. It was just but bumper just, pool related. Know, there's a moment at 11 where you're not fully into it. Yeah. Like, do you, you remember yourself fall. at 11? What what, what, <laughs> yeah. were, what were the 11 activities? Uh, I mean, the 11 activities- Stealing hubcaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, the 11Zs, as they call it in English. Slabbing various uh, mm-hmm. cards, pieces of cardboard. Yep. Uh, I mean, I played a lot of Sega Genesis. I played a lot of basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, rollerblading, I think, was coming on the scene for me. Uh, I definitely had an interest, a peaking interest in- skateboarding but i was also getting i was like smoking and drinking <laughs> at 11 you know so yeah that's what was going on for well, me if, hey if, if, you, if you smoke a little weed play a little echo the dolphin <laughs> that's right that's uh that's a fun afternoon yeah i went to a birthday party uh just two days ago for my daughter gracie's like best pal from preschool mm. his name's ellis spectacular kid cool great great kid and uh, Ellis, it was his 13th birthday party. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a small birthday party. The, uh, Ellis and a few other friends had gone uh, sledding or something like that. They'd like driven to a ski place and gone sledding and then come back. And um, uh, my daughter and I joined afterwards for pizza and cake. And even with just like four 12 and 13-year-old boys in the room, the vibes were so intense. Like, I just, it was my first experience with that intensity of vibes. Like, other than, like, when some kind of sports team is on your airplane. Mm, sure. Like, a children's sports team is on your airplane. Oh, like, I thought you meant, like, when Carlos Baerga was on my flight. Wait, hold on! <laughs> Woo! Whoa! Mike down, Mike down. Mike down. Was Jim Tomey there? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. No Omar Vizquel, no Roberto Alomar, nor Sandy Alomar. Okay, then Jr. I'm out. I, I take know. it, it back. It was just Carlos Bayerga. If you didn't, if you didn't meet Charles Nagy, then I'm out. <laughs> what were they watching yeah. on their screen back TV? They weren't watching anything. He was texting the whole time. They were coming from like the old timers game. Ah, yeah. Okay, so but the 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 teenaginess. But not teenaginess, like just right. sub teenaginess. Like they're all completely children, but their voices are all changing. Right. And they say shit sometimes. They say shit sometimes, but they're still just playing Mario Kart. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but like one of them will get weirdly intense and you're worried there's going to be violence? Right. Yeah, yeah. There's no evi- there's no hard evidence. You of- ever been hit by that blue shell when you're about to win? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> just <laughs> fucked up. It was an intense vibe, but at the same time, you know, it was uh, it was a, a contest that could be won by me mm-hmm. going to Little Tokyo mm-hmm. and bringing back an Ultraman who's a monster from Ultraman, not an Ultraman. My One of Ultraman's enemies. Yeah, my, my, my wife described him as an Ultraman, and my daughter got really mad at her for this. He's well, not... like, maybe you can relate to this, River. When yeah, your yeah. mom would call your Sega Genesis a Nintendo. That's right. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Come on, fucking mom. mom. It's not a mom fucking... Need? It's at least a mom Super know. Nintendo if you're going to make the mistake. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
Your mom would call Charles Nagy Jim Poole. <laughs> <laughs> Left-handed reliever Jim Poole. Okay. <laughs> if so, you're out there, get your mom a subscription to Game that, Pro. Right. <laughs> so she doesn't make that mistake. So uh, this uh, Ultraman? It's Ultraman. Ultraman, one of Ultraman's enemies. I think he's an enemy. Okay. He's definitely a monster. Ultraman doesn't have any friends, Jesse. I can't imagine being. Could you imagine being friends with Ultraman? No. What a fucking drag. Just that talks would about be. himself the whole time. Never it's asks just, you about you. Just, you're like, is he rubbing his silver nipples? <laughs> right. Hey, what is he doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he's constantly asking you to touch up the paint on his back. <laughs> <laughs> he can't quite Always reach. Always going to Mako. The smear with that guy. But yeah. I just got, I went to Little Tokyo. I got this Ultraman. That is, I thought it was an Ultraman with a clam for a head. Okay. Um, he's got like a scaly body. This is just, I'm looking at you, River. I know you know about this. He's got a scaly body and a clam uh-huh. for a head. Yeah, Turns no. out, so I take it to the man that owns the monster store. Mm-hmm. It's called monster store something or other. Dot com. Yeah. Very nice, a very nice man with, you know, shoulder length, straight black hair and an intense stare behind heavy eyeglasses. <laughs> This guy's um, this guy slabs some stuff up in his day. Oh, this guy's. Oh, this he's guy's, a real slabber. He's a real slabber. This guy's steady slabbing. Um, slab of the basement. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's I, a real slab of the hut. <laughs> I said to him. Well, I said to the guy, "This kid likes. I'm buying a gift for a kid I know, and he likes Ultraman. Do you have any twenty five dollar Ultramans? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to spend. Because there was. I went into this store thinking it was going to be right an affordable store. But it turns out to be a slab these are store. Collectibles right. for some of these yeah, Ultramans. Sure. Are f- I have one more slab riff. Okay. Please, yeah, CC Slabathia. Thank you. I don't get it. It's a baseball <laughs> it's guy. A baseball guy. <laughs> it's a baseball guy. That's great. Our friend, our friend Jill from college went to high school with him. Oh. With CC Slabathia. With CC Slabathia in Slabathia in Vallejo, California. <laughs> That's great. Um, so anyway, former Cleveland pitchers. <laughs> I said, I said to the man, someone slabbed up one of his cards. That'd be <laughs> that's right, yeah. quite a day. I said to the man, "What's a twenty-five dollar right. altar man?" And he's he's like, "Well, we're probably one of these guys here." And I said, "Oh, I like that clam head one." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Believe it or not, that's a coin purse. What for this a monster head? has a coin purse for a head." Well, the fucking Ultraman is the greatest thing ever, apparently. Yeah, so wait, does the character have a coin purse for a head, or is it a coin purse that is a figure? Great question. Do you That's know what a, I mean? No. Okay. So you would think that the figure, you would think that it would be a coin purse with an Ultraman enemy theme. Yeah, yeah. Where coincidentally, <clears throat> the head would... Be the the clam head would make a perfect coin purse, so they uh-huh. merchandised it into a coin purse. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think in Ultraman. Hey Siri, Google coin purse head Uh-oh. Ultraman monster. <laughs> this is a dangerous Siri search. I feel like you know. No, this is gonna be yeah. Great. This is gonna be coin purse right. head. Canagon. Talking about right here. Talking about Canagon. Check okay. out Canagon. Whoa, cool. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Now it. You I would have thought clam head too, Jesse. I know because it's got it's got little clam eyeballs, but then there's little zippers at the corner of its mouth. I think. Yeah, Canagon coin monster. Okay. How about that? Can All I right. just say I really appreciate you asking Siri that and not. Me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've had mixed results after. You. Sometimes I don't pay attention, yeah. so I wouldn't have gotten it. Matt's playing, <laughs> Matt's playing ski free over there. <laughs> Watch out for that fucking Yeti! Yeah, that Yeti comes after me, but he always gets me. Okay, so 
I was able this the point of the story is here that I was they were still at the point while they had reached the point where violence was always in the offing mm-hmm. just around the corner just yeah. just beyond the horizon always hinting and and uh, wafting through the air uh I was able to to win the birthday party just by delivering a coin purse head monster. Yeah. So they were still children. Still 12. Like, yeah. Although- Still babies. I think coin purse head monster is one of those things. I think there are some things that like, they ramp up as you go through childhood. Yeah. Then they hit a depression as you go through teenagerdom. Yeah. And then as you grow older and older, you know, I'm 42, and I n- am now realizing that what I should have focused my energy on always was coin purses, right? Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Ultraman's gallery of enemies yeah. <laughs> or friends. I don't know. Like I, uh, right now, I could be hanging out with Elliot Kalin. Mm-hmm. He could be listing uh, Godzilla's friends. Right. I could be listing Ultraman's enemies. <laughs> we could be having a great time. What, what is a friendship but a guy to <laughs> list things at? <laughs> Uh, River, when you were a yes. kid, when you were were you a collector kid? Did you have stuff? Uh, Did you? Yeah. I mean, I had stuff. I wouldn't say I wouldn't classify myself as a collector kid because I feel like that is a total vibe, you sure, know. It is. Um, but I I like things a lot. I did have. A couple like sheets of pogs, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like yeah. uncut sheets. Uh, yeah, uh, I had I, wow. one of the Simpsons, and then one of remember when they did all those new Supermans, like Man of Tomorrow and the Teenager one. Ah, uh, sure, Superboy, uh, Superboy. Steel. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, I had that, and then a Simpsons one. Cool. I was Wait, just, like steel? hanging on to those. Steel, yeah, played yeah, by Shaq like, in the movie. I was about to say, I thought that was a Shaq. Uh, yeah, but he that was a soup that was Wait, Shaq played a Superman? Steel was a Superman? Yeah, so when Superman died. And when he died, yeah. Um in the it was 1992, 1993 yeah, or something. Uh, you know, that's a big it, that's a big slab up comic, the death of Superman. <laughs> that was a big yeah. time for that was a big time for Shaq. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Superman was dead for, like, a little bit. It was a yeah. comic book death. He eventually came back to life. But in the time when he was yeah. dead, and River, correct me on any of this. I, I, don't, I don't know. There was all these, like, replacement River, super- if you have any Pog stuff to add. <laughs> yeah. <yes. laughs> right. Let me throw my slammer down here. Who did the art on the... <laughs> yeah, just hurl the slammer down. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's when we know you'll want to speak. <laughs> That's right. I have a steel slammer, but it's made of cardboard. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a titanium one, but it has the body glove logo on it. <laughs> um... So the, in the interim, they had all these new supermen come up to try and kind of replace. That's right. Replace. <laughs> None of them women. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, well, we <laughs> that, do that. That would have been a bridge too far. That would be Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, she exactly. So it was Shaq. Uh, so, yes, Shaq was one of them. Carlos Baerga. Steel right. was a uh, metal Superman who had like a hammer. Yeah, and then there was Superboy, who was like an angsty teen who had yeah. like um, a leather jacket, yeah. like a and standard. Some glasses, I think. Did he some have glasses. a standard hammer, like a claw clawfoot hammer, uh, like a sledgehammer? Oh, like a sledgehammer. I think his like name was John Henry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, oh, I do think literally that's what it was. What it a was great like a job they did with all that. Man. <laughs> yep, it's a real comics steamer. In, if you know com- what I mean. com- comics in the nineties. Yeah. But I collected baseball cards for yeah. a while. I don't know where they went. I had a couple good ones. Um, I have a signed Carlos Baerga card. I don't know wow. where it went, though. 
which I mean, is really just personally of fun for me. Clevelander you know? in 1993 or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Can I backtrack to a little part of your oh, story please, that you told yes. earlier? You mentioned at 11. Yeah, yeah. You were drinking <laughs> and doing drugs. No, well, here's a, let me just okay. a quick correction. I said smoking. smoking. I was smoking cigarettes. Where do you? Where does an 11 year old get cigarettes? <laughs> uh, anywhere they can. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it was a combo of having friends whose parents smoked. Okay. So being able to s- still lift them from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I would just pick up cigarettes and smoke them off the ground. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty gross. <laughs> now, where did you get your combos? Pretty gross. Get my what? Combos? You mean like my pizza roll combos? Yeah. <laughs> um, usually out of a vending machine. I right. would now see, I would pick those up off the ground. Right. <laughs> oh. Wow. I got them from a guy in the alley. Yeah. I yeah. had some friends whose parents ate pepperoni. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I like never smoked or I, I only a couple of times did I drink in high school. And I think, you know, at the time I would have like told you that I like wasn't doing it on principle. Right. Sure. Like yeah. I think I was, you know, a little religious and like a lot cowardly. Uh huh. A but, great combo. Great combo. <laughs> much like <laughs> much like pepperoni and cheese in a convenient roll. That's right. But I think also no one ever offered it to me. I think I yeah. never, like, I was never peer pressured. Like, I was uh-huh. never offered a cigarette. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's, I, I now I'm like, great. That's fantastic. Yeah. I was just like, I, I really loved Stand By Me. I, like, just couldn't wait to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you wanted I to find just, a body? It's like nobody ever offered it. To, I was like, I was on a mission. Wow. You know, like, once yeah, I. Yeah, I need a railroad bridge. That's right. I need some cigarettes. I need some Chuck Taylors and a white T-shirt. Jerry O'Connell should be there. Comb. I need a comb. Yeah. I saw Jerry O'Connell is hosting an, uh, a syndicated game show. There now. are. Isn't oh. it Pictionary? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It, it's just wall-to-wall syndicated game shows now. Really? Well, there's like Rob Lowe's hosting one. There's no. like primetime game Rob shows. Rob Lowe is hosting Rob one? Rob Lowe. This is really Rob like- Rob Lowe. I presume- I pre- I've never heard anything bad about Jerry O'Connell. I presume he's not yeah. a sex criminal of any kind. Yeah. Um, but it is, leaving aside the question of sex criminality, a sort of a type Rob Lowe and Jerry O'Connell, right? Mm. Like, don't they have like a sort of like handsome mm-hmm. for a funny guy? Uh, mm. I mean, Jerry O'Connell's maybe a little on the handsome for a funny guy side, Rob Lowe a little bit on the funny for a handsome guy side. Yes. But like a similar kind of like faded glory, mm. but not. Well, I, th- I they think... both look g- right. good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, well, but I feel like the difference is like Jerry O'Connell was never like a heartthrob in his early stuff. They're right, that's true. You know, right. he and sort then of he grew, just, like, grew up grew to into be handsome. Where everybody yeah. was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> well, I think regardless of your trajectory, yeah, I think a big part of syndicated TV is that... my trajectory is downward. If it helps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is I think you have to, or it really helps, yeah. to make moms horny. Right. Oh, for sure, yeah. Right, sure. that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think what that's it is. still who's watching. So you think the the flat circle of their Venn diagram is that both Jerry O'Connell and Rob Lowe make moms horny? And I do, think of course. Yeah. I don't. Louis I think Anderson. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sure. late Louis Anderson. I just love that. Love that guy's laugh. <laughs> yeah, it was a great laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. 
Max Fun Drive is around the corner. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it a couple months away. If you're not a member of Maximum Fun, you can always become one at MaximumFun.org slash join. It is the members of Maximum Fun who, who keep this train rolling. We're very grateful for everyone. Or, you know, get ready for that Max Fund drive and, you know, strike while that iron is hot. Oh, yeah. Is that a good expression? Oh, I love it. It's available. It's available to you. You know, I was just I was just watching uh, Naked Gun 2 and a Half with mm-hmm. my daughter. Oh, cool. Uh, remember that part where he's, like, sneaking into the bad guy's, uh, sneaking into the bad guy's lair? And he does it by like wearing a scuba suit and swimming around, and then he accidentally uh, swims past a sewage pipe. Ah, uh, yes. And then one of the bad guys says, "Like, uh, it's when he when he ends up in the middle with all the bad guys." The bad guy says, "Oh, and then also his code to bring the police in is I love I it.' I love it, yeah. And then uh, when when the bad guy smells something weird, uh, he goes, "I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it. <laughs> yep, that was fun. It is fun." <laughs> That was fun. We used to say that to each other. Why did we in start? Why did we start talking about that? Because uh, you said I love it. I did. Yes, that is a fun link. Yeah, okay. I love it. We're all great delivery. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, very funny. Yeah, and then they're then they're patting him down and he's saying I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also supported this week by the good folks over at Factor. Nice to have Factor back. Oh yeah, love Factor. Love those Factor meals. Here's what they are. They are ready-to-eat meals delivered to you. It takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Yeah, it's there are times when you want food that is just ready and available to you. There are times when you want something that is like a real meal. You don't have to go on an app and have someone bring it to you and pay them $20 to do it. You don't have to you don't want to have to cook yourself a whole thing. You don't want to have to go out to a restaurant. You just want something that's available to you, but you want it to be actual food. Yes. That's uh, where Factor comes in. <laughs> Factor meals, they're really tasty. They are quick to prepare, uh, tasty proteins, actual vegetables. Uh, you can do them in the microwave. You can do them in the oven. And hey, if you got a special occasion coming up, they have Gourmet Plus. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. You even have snacks and uh, breakfast stuff now. These smoothies, uh, juice, all kinds of stuff from Factor. It's, I really, every time I eat one of those Factor meals, I've, I've described this main use case for me for right. Factor, which is it's 11.30 a.m. or 11.45 a.m., I remember that I have a bullseye interview at 1230, but I have to eat lunch before then or I'm going to get too hungry while I'm trying to do the interview. But I only have like 20 minutes for the whole 15 minutes for my whole lunch eating thing. And I open up the refrigerator door and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just going to have to eat like a handful of cheese. Sure. And uh, <laughs> and there's a factor wheel meal waiting for me. I get to eat a real meal of actual food and then I feel great when I'm working. Head to factormeals.com slash JJGo50 and use code JJGo50 to get 50% off. That's code JJGo50 at factormeals.com slash JJGo50 to get 50% off. If you have a message, by the way, that you would like to share with the Jordan Jesse Go listening audience, and you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, it's easy to do it. Just go to maximumfund.org slash jumbotron. Wish somebody happy birthday. Uh, wish somebody a sad birthday. <laughs> yeah, I hope you have a miserable birthday, <laughs> shithead. <laughs> but then things turn upwards afterwards. Right, and then you realize that every day can be a birthday. Yeah. When you're crazy. <laughs> MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. 
Every day can be a birthday when you're crazy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. River Butcher, three time world champion. River, you're. <laughs> Your relaxation pose, this yeah. is not a video program, <laughs> is growing ever more Baroque. Yeah. Well, first of all, I've got, look, hey, I'm 41. Jesse, you're talking about being 42. I'm 41. I've got hip flexor problems. But I'm also, <laughs> there's a camera right behind my head, so I'm trying to avoid it. It's it's quite fun. I do feel like a Keith Haring uh, drawing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like a little barking dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, you're inspiring generations of college students right. to be aware of the HIV crisis. <laughs> it was a thing. It yeah. used to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not anymore. <laughs> Quick, somebody put River on a trapper keeper. <laughs> That's right. Draw me on the subway. River, I've always said that you were the stand-up comedian most likely to be sold at the MoMA store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that should be my nickname. MoMA nice print. Yeah. Slab me. (laughs) Uh, Well, when something momentous happens to you, uh, like you die in a boating accident like the late Jim Poole, may you rest in peace, uh, we ask you to give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. Uh, ideally from the afterlife. We haven't gotten any Ooh, yeah. calls from the afterlife lately. Mm. There's a couple different. We haven't gotten any calls with uh, long for long-running segments on the show right. lately. Mm-hmm. And we haven't gotten any calls from ghosts or ghouls lately. Sure, yeah. <laughs> or angels. Or we've or... got a few from Lil Devils. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Well, it's just because we have a lot of little stinkers in our audience. <laughs> yeah. And when little stinkers die, they turn into little devils. Yeah. Why are <laughs> why are our audience called tuppies and not little stinkers? Yeah. Maybe we should change it. All you little stinkers out there. <laughs> All you little stinkers out there, iving your eye, you sure. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh. Careful not to die, little stinker, or you'll go to hell. <laughs> With all the other stinkers. Uh, boop, boop, boop. 206-9844-FUN. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org for your voice memos. Here is a person who has called us. It is this person. Ready, set, go. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Gus. Hi, we're a married couple calling from an undisclosed location in California. So we have been involved in the swinger lifestyle for about three months now, um, and we are calling with a momentous occasion, because tonight, for the first time... We just banged another couple, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Love the show. Great. Bye. <laughs> bye. That's great. Bye-bye. Good for you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we, at some point, we kind of, like... We ran out of sex stuff, we thought, and we were just sort of thought we were a little over it. Right. And now, yeah, I don't know. Should 2024 be the year of sex calls? I feel like at the point- Will it get to be too much? I don't know. There's a lot of polyamory in the New York Times lately. Sure. Maybe we should tack the other direction. Yeah. You know Maybe what? we should do like a focus on the family thing. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Only the most wholesome <laughs> calls. <laughs> Call if you've just accepted Christ. <laughs> Call hey, if you're Mormon. What's up, Jordan, Jesse, and I'm going to say Nick Adams. I just welcome Jesus into my heart. <laughs> get him, get him, get him. 
Uh, what a little devil. What a little devil. <laughs> <laughs> he gave his eye for, for us. us. <laughs> <You dingus. Yes. laughs> we are the dinguses. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that's part of our slogan. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, picking yeah, up, yeah, picking yeah, up, yeah, picking yeah, up. Context clues. Giving my eye for dinguses. Yeah, I like it. Giving my eye for dinguses. So maybe should we say that we only want extremes, so only extremely horny or extremely wholesome? Can I just say, though... I love. What are we getting I, I ourselves into? No, yeah. I understand where you're going. Mm-hmm. Right now, what I want is more of what we just had, which is extremely horny sure. and extremely That's wholesome. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. I yeah. want loving married couples to call in with <laughs> horny things. Sure, they did it. They sure did. They succeeded. Yeah, they hit a home run. So, should we only welcome calls that that are about a topic that people are writing too much about in the New York Times? Like, for instance. Uh, mocktails? Should we just have people calling about mocktails all the time? <laughs> or yeah. Barbenheimer? I read this. Okay, <laughs> I read this. The a woman in in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. needless to say, wrote a memoir about her ethical polyamory. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I read this thing, it's the you know it was about what you'd expect. You know, sometimes it's challenging, but sometimes it's exciting. And sometimes it's great. Uh, and, uh, the part that really stood out to me was there was another person who had written a book about ethical polyamory, Mm -hmm. not a memoir. And she said, and the question was, why don't you hear more moms talk about this? You know, why aren't there more books by moms about ethical polyamory, which Mm. the Venn diagrams are getting, you know, the spots getting smaller. This woman said something that I thought was really insightful. This other woman who Mm -hmm. had written she said, well, I think just um, if you're polyamorous and you're a mom, you're probably too busy to write a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Because I like the amount of work that it seems to me like it would be. Right. Even in Park Slope. Look, <laughs> sure, even yeah. in Park Slope, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. where you're running into people all the time, you got everybody that you work with down at the Park Slope, F- Slope Food Co-op. Sure, yep. you see the you see the little enamel pineapple pin on their jacket. You're going you get to, it. You're going to the see they might be giants at mm-hmm. the Bell House, whatever it is, right? That's right. You, you all these things that that you're doing. You got your tickets to an on the media live show. Uh, Brooke Gladstone's live mm-hmm. grilling of someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like even in that context, even without children, the idea of engaging in polyamory and taking on another project, any other project, mm-hmm. seems too much. Yeah. Like if if the polyamory isn't your job, if the polyamory is the career, and somehow, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> right, and then the other Can project you is your hobby, <laughs> yes. right? Well, that would be the sweat of your loins. Thank you very much. That seems like a ton of work. You know what I mean? It just seems like a ton of work, unless it's like baked into your life. Like if you're mm-hmm. Alan Cumming, sure. sure. You know, like but then you're, you're not a mo- mom. <laughs> exactly. Also, I would well, add too. Well, I don't know that about Alan well, Cumming. Sure, we should check his course. Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't totally know that, but also would say if you're a mom and you're you're rocking some ethical uh, non-monogamy, then. You probably also don't have time to read a book, right? <laughs> so that's a really you good kind point. of you choose I mean, you one. You're right. I can have one. Know? It's it's pottery class. Yeah, 
or polyamory. It's Pilates or polyamory. <laughs> or I, I can finally see, sit down and write that book. I could see a polyamorous pottery class. Oh yeah, sure. That would yeah, like it a kind horny of, uh, ghost. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but also just Tony like- Tony Goldwyn comes by. It's great. As you know, Jordan, because you've been to my house, mm-hmm. until very recently when it was replaced by a video store, on the corner by my house, there was a pottery studio. Mm-hmm. And mm. I've seen these ladies that go to this pottery studio. Uh, these kind of- Now, River, you're wearing uh, Birkenstock yeah, Bostons. That's right. So I'm, And I own a pair myself. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to paint with too broad a brush. Yeah, don't- yeah. But these Birkenstock Boston wearing uh, 34-year-old women yeah. that go to the pottery studio to work on their pottery, these are the women that are writing the memoirs about the polyamory at the Pork, Park Slope Food Co-op as yeah, well. Yeah. So I can see the that being a community where you think it's a pottery studio and yeah. they are making pottery, but actually they're meeting each other and banging each other's spouses. Sure. Yeah. And then it's they the... give you a little pre-made ashtray to take home with you. So you, so you can like, oh, I went to pottery class. <laughs> yeah. I made this for my husband and this for my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that It's that kind of thing. Beautiful yeah, the ceramics class. to polyamory pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> you can actually make the pipeline in the pottery class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kept coming up at the Republican debates. Pipelines? Uh, d- or polyamory the, pipelines. The ceramics to polyamory. Yes, yeah. Pipeline. Like, we got to shut this down. Yeah, they had gotten- <laughs> The in, only regulation they're into. They had gotten rid of ceramics in public schools in Florida for that reason. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Do we need more sex calls? Let's let's see what it gets us. Okay. Let's see what it gets us. We have this is our show. We have the ability to shut yeah, it speak down. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys will get a bunch more of calls like that. Of like, hey, we were trying to do this thing. Well, what? And I, guess what? We did it. Bye bye. What <laughs> I like about this is these people. <laughs> these people understood the vibe of the show. Yeah, they, they, they weren't being weird and braggy. They were being pleasant yeah. and braggy. Mm-hmm. They did it together. In the shortly afterwards, which we 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 love people to do it right. in the immediate aftermath of their momentous occasion. Of course, so it gets I could hear, a live, I could hear fresh their, I could hear their rosy cheeks over they the were phone. So into it. Yeah, yeah. I could hear their genitals a dripping. Sure, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and uh, like the, they put they, a towel down. Jesus, they brought the kind of positive attitude that right. we like to get. Sure, um, I don't want anyone to call in with like a yeah vibe, right? We don't want that. Right. That could happen. That's for selling Doritos. That's right. <laughs> That's not for. <laughs> well, I mean, if you set a new Doritos sales record, you should call <laughs> Right. Yeah. You should be pretty stoked about sure. that. If you invent- you get a titanium body glove slammer if you right. do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you get those points. Oh, man, what a points. slammer. What a fucking slammer. All I got, you know what? Finished second night. I ended up with a copper bugle boy slammer. <laughs> oh boy, the best uh, I could do. It's better than Shameful. a bronze. Shameful. Uh, JJ go at maximumfun.org. I, how about this? Yeah, I would like to hear more couples calls. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I like not that. just polyamorous couples, but not just, couples, just poly- not even just romantic couples. Yeah, yeah. If you have a if you have a BF, if you and your BFF want right. to call it in yeah. together because something cool happened when the both of you were together. Right. That's right. They, you 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 met Shaq from uh, Steel. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a boss, you go out to lunch with sometimes. So Steel <laughs> was a Superman. Gosh, I don't exactly. So he had like the Superman logo, 
and a cape. Because Shaq loves yeah. Superman. I know right. that. Mm-hmm. How come all he doesn't ever talk about is how he was a real Superman in the movies? I th- I have not seen that movie. I think it was like a famous bomb. So I think okay. maybe he's yeah. trying to distance himself. It's not like just... his other more successful films. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his, his successful Sega Genesis game, Shaq Fu. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a good question. Can I say there's a basketball player here in Los Angeles named Mm -hmm. Austin Reeves, plays for the Los Angeles Mm -hmm. Clippers. Mm -hmm. And I know that we spend far too much of our time on this program discussing lawyer billboards in Southern California. (laughs) But there is, I I feel like- about Veronica's insurance yet? (laughs) <laughs> where, where she's in a movie with a dog wearing sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> she also accidentally made like a trans flag one once where oh, yeah. like the background colors were pink, white, and and blue. And I was like, you did not do that on purpose. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I don't know. You mean, let's, talk, let's, get, let's get Veronica on the horn. It's pretty progressive. Yeah. See, how, see how her insurance hey, for people with three DU, DUIs business feels about <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hey, trans people get DUIs too. It's <laughs> a really good point. <laughs> yes, thank you. We're yes. just normal people like everybody else. Anyway, we've talked a lot about yeah. Sweet James, the Billboard James. lawyer with oh, yeah. uh, the sex dungeon, the sex dungeon, uh, yes. whose wife got him a vagina stack for his birthday. Um, he does his commercials now in front of a wall of guitars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's also in the sex dungeon. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but there is uh, uh, there is a there is a series of lawyer commercials that feature Austin Reeves, and Austin Reeves is a star basketball player, but not a top tier star. Mm-hmm. But like that's a fair characterization. I don't know if you do you follow you follow not basketball. Really. Okay. I, I think Just it's women's. fair to say Austin Reeves. Is, okay, <laughs> glad we're Austin Reeves is a like he's not at a top Los Angeles star. Like I, the Clippers are far second to the Lakers in Los Angeles, and uh, even when the Lakers are bad and the Clippers are good, and Austin yeah. Reeves is a very good player, but like I, I don't think I don't think he's like a guy that like kids wear his. I've never seen someone wearing an Austin Reeves jersey, for yeah, example. Yeah. But it's just those kind of genericized pictures. You know how an athlete in an advertisement will be wearing their team colors, but then it'll just say, like, basketball <laughs> right yeah. in the front. Yeah. So it's him, and he's like a big white guy. Like a, He must be a tall, a forward or center or something. He's a big white guy, sort of he's – like he's like not unhandsome, but in a sort of – sad lighting sort of way mm-hmm. in the pictures. And it's just him just sort of standing there doing a basketball thing. It's clearly a completely generic basketball picture. And then it says Austin Reeves underneath it. And then next to it in giant letters, it says LemonDaddy.com. Oh, wow. Lemon Daddy. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Is it cars? Uh, so Lemon Daddy is a lawyer. And I've, I have not seen the ones with the basketball guy. I've only seen the ones with... Lemon Daddy. Lemon Daddy himself appears in the end. I think, the Daddy of Lemon. I think so. Although maybe this was the basket. But was it's... Lemon Daddy wearing a jersey that was red, white, and blue, but didn't say Clippers? It said it said hoops. The one I saw, he was wearing <laughs> tennis stuff. Okay. And like short tennis shorts. Uh-huh. I would love it if they made Austin Reeves dress up in tennis oh, yeah. stuff for these Lemon Daddy ads. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. So I think when you if you get a car that's a lemon. 
You he call the lemon daddy. Call the lemon daddy. Lemon daddy. Lemon daddy. Com. He's got the zest for you. He's got the rights. <laughs> what do you think is the negotiation? What do you think you got to pay to get Austin Reeves on your lemon daddy billboard? Fifty bucks. No. <laughs> yeah. Help think... him get the money back on the defective Hyundai that he bought. <laughs> he had a fucking problem with his Hyundai. He had a problem too. with his Hyundai. I'm worried there might be a battery drain problem with my Hyundai. Oh, no. I know. Well, who are you calling? Austin Reeves of the Los Angeles <laughs> yeah, Clippers. There you go. Lemon Daddy. He plays hoops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he won't make you jump through him. He's right? the Lemon Daddy. What about like a, do you think we could get like a guy in the G League to appear on billboards for Jordan Jessica? <laughs> oh, maybe. Right. Should we should we put our ad money, uh, you know, that ad money that we're always spending that you're rolling in. <laughs> for local billboards featuring, uh, you know, yeah, lo- or like uh, what lower, about- lower tier sports stars. What about somebody that is in the starting lineup on the Los Angeles Sparks, but is the fourth or fifth best okay. Los Angeles Spark? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't think we can afford the fourth or best, fifth best Laker. But I think if it's not, you know. Lisa Leslie or or like legendary WNBA players. She's definitely like, not in the starting lineup anymore. No, she's, she's like 50 years 50 old. Years old. <laughs> yeah. I've been to three Sparks games lately. I can't remember any of their names right now. But um, uh, but like the the fifth best or or like the like somebody that's like on a two way contract where they're bouncing back and forth between the G League and uh-huh. the and the NBA. Right. Somebody like that. I don't know. What do you think? You think we if we came if we came with twenty five hundred bucks, maybe? Do you think we maybe we could get an old like BMX guy with bad knees? Oh yeah, mm. you've got connects with old BMX oh, guys yeah, with bad knees. Sure. <laughs> I know a ton of them. You know what? How about this? Yeah, you've met Tony Hawk a few times. I've met Tony Hawk a few times. Next How time you run into him, it's at, really fun. Yeah. Great guy. Cool. Yeah. Next Tony time you nice. Next time you run into him at Starbucks or whatever, and mm-hmm. he says hi to you, right? Here's what I want you to do. Tell him, you might not know this, Tony, because you remember me from Fuel TV, mm-hmm. the action sports television network. Right. But I host a comedy podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. And we were wondering, we have $2,500. <laughs> <laughs> right. We were wondering if you have any friends who are really broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He probably does, right? Yeah, do you have like a guy that comes over and you like throw him some cash to mow your lawn or something? And does yeah. he have bad knees? The guy you used to skate pools with back in the <laughs> That's day. Right. You know what I just realized? Hmm. I got a fucking great idea. Hmm. I happen to know a former professional skateboarder. Okay. Yeah. River Butcher. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That is me. How are your I knees? Thought maybe it was How coming. are your knees? Honestly, you know what? They were pretty bad for a little while there. I got to share with you guys. I started doing, uh, look, I've been working out. It's been uh-huh. a whole thing. So we can talk about that in a second. Great. But I started doing Nordic curls uh-huh. and it's completely changed What's my a life. Nordic curl? So Nordic That's curls like are- That's like Pippi Longstocking after <laughs> shake. She takes her braids out. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty intense. You like, I do them on a machine, just a, 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 a stationary machine okay. at my gym. So it doesn't, I do all the work. It just holds me in place. But there's a thing <laughs> on- I, I use a stationary machine over there at Staples. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, there's a thing on Instagram that you can buy that like goes under the door. And essentially you're like, you have to have your heels held down. You're you're on your knees, and then you're lowering. You're planking your the top of your body. Okay. And you're lowering yourself down by your hamstrings, essentially, like lowering down and then pulling yourself okay. back up. I do it on a machine that keeps me up off the ground, 
Is that is that a, I can't tell if I visually described it. Okay, or not. so you're being it's held hard. up in the air by a machine. Yeah, like you put your it, heels the thing that are I underneath use, the door jam. <laughs> it's well, kind of a, a two different of, things. Yeah, you're kind of playing light as a feather, stiff as a board with yourself. Yes, pretty much. And and the 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 axis point is your knees. It's not like your hips. So you're straight as as straight as you can be from your knees all the way to your head. So okay. then you're lowering down, and you you're essentially using like your the back of your knees, your hamstrings, and there's muscles back there that, because that's what was actually causing my knee pain was not like an injury or anything structural. It was a lack of strength in my because hamstrings are very hard to strengthen. Oh. You know, um, there. Don't that's tell kind my the physical therapist about this exercise. Yeah, I won't. It he probably like already nightmare. knows about it. I mean, it but like it, a fucking nightmare. I I only it only took me I would say like a month. Because I started, you can, you use it with, or I, I used assistance. I had a PVC pipe that, that I was like, because oh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, you know. Right. And then I, I it Why only took about three all weeks. all exercise now involve PVC pipes <laughs> and lacrosse balls? <laughs> what is going on? Because Giant physical rubber therapy bands. has made its way into exercise. And so that's like. What would you say I, are your top muscle groups? Uh. Like what? What's my strongest? Personally, yeah. Personally, interpret that however you want. Well, I mean, my shoulders are pretty banging yeah? these days, cool. and I don't skip leg day, so good. Pretty strong glutes. I'm, I'm very, I'm very stoked on my glute progress. Stoked on your glutes. Stoked on my glute Hell progress because yeah. <laughs> I feel like I came in with nothing, and now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm pretty strong actually. When you mm -hmm. came in here, I was like, Rivers is a fucking. <laughs> J-Lo of stand-up comedy. <laughs> His right. glutes are out of control. I'm the Jiggly of stand-up comedy. Squats right. are popping I'm with out of River Butcher. Right. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. From the twisted minds that brought you the Adventure Zone, Balance and Amnesty and Graduation and Ether Sea, and Steeplechase and Ultra Space, and all the other ones. The McElroy brothers and dad are proud to reveal a bold vision for the future of actual play podcasting. It's um, it's called the Adventure Zone versus Dracula. Yeah, we're gonna kill Dracula's ass. We're gonna, well, we're gonna attempt. We haven't recorded all of it yet. We will attempt to kill Dracula's ass. The Avengers of versus Dracula. Yes, a season I will be running uh, using the D&D 5th edition uh, rule set. And there's two episodes out for you to listen to right now. We hope you will join us. Same bat time, same bat channel. For and bats. I see what you did there. La, 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 la. People say not to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Which is why here on Just the Zoo of Us, we judge them by so much more. We rate animals out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics, taking into consideration each animal's true strengths, like a pigeon's ability to tell a Monet from a Picasso or a polar bear's ability to play basketball. Guest experts like biologists, ecologists, and more join us to share their unique insight into the animal's world. Listen with friends and family of all ages on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. River Butcher, three-time world champion. 
Jordan. Yes. There's never been a better time to follow Jordan Jesse Go on various <laughs> social media platforms so you can see the video that I made <laughs> of River and you with your yeah. help, with the help of Jordan's your full body, body weight, demostrating what a Nordic curl is. I was happy yeah, to help. Very difficult. I don't, Especially least. in Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get into Nordic track right now. I mean, oh sure, yeah. This seems like the get time. Get back on it. Nineties yeah. fitness Buy some trends. Stock. Yeah, yeah, yourself a thigh master, get maybe. A couple videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I don't know a those. Bow flex. I was just gonna say Tybo. Oh Tybo, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a. I was looking at. I was thinking about exercise practices. Mm-hmm. I've been playing tennis once a week. Uh-huh. Oh, that's fine. I'm very just bad. like Lemon Daddy. You no, know, just like Lemon Daddy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you? Hey, this whole time, have yeah. you been? You got, are the I, lemon daddy. I got, I got a new, I got a new dog who needs long walks, uh-huh. and I'm been going to physical therapy. So it's those things plus playing tennis, and I'm like, yeah. I got to have a full set of exercising activities. Yeah, yeah. And just a few blocks from my house is a karate dojo. Mm, yeah. And the lady who runs the karate, it's the, it's the, you know, it is a very hood karate dojo this is not a fancy operation it's like a carport karate dojo and uh uh you know next to a tire store are there fancy karate dojos yeah oh yeah yeah. relatively i think yeah sure with bespoke yeah it's but it's not it's (laughs) not (laughs) locally sourced locally sourced geese the vibe very much reminds me of the columbia park boys club Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, this, I'm like, there's just one person mm-hmm. that works there as far as I can tell this one lady. And I'm like, cause it says like physical, physical, you know, uh, personal training, blah, yeah. blah, blah, like a whole list of things they do there. I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would go to the gym if there was like mm-hmm. a lady meeting me there and it mm-hmm. was two blocks from my house. Yeah. So I'm looking at their website. Website's down, full of viruses. Uh, so I'm looking. I'm looking at their Facebook page. You know, the 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 uh, the real source for business information. And um, I'm looking at this woman's. She's got her uh, karate championships, and then she's also uh, Billy Blank. Billy Blank's certified. Wow. wow! Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So I guess I got to get in on this. If yeah. She's, she's if she knows if she knows Tybo and Billy Blanks, Billy Blanks is personally attested to it. Yeah, that's some good shit in there. He, that guy don't, doesn't put his name on everything. You know? I don't want to go do some shit where I'm carrying around tires or whatever. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I don't want to. But if I if Billy if I had a shot at meeting sure. Billy Banks, do you think Billy Blanks, Blanks? would be on our billboards? <laughs> yeah. What do you, you think? Get him for twenty five hundred bucks, Matt. What do you think? It would, what do you think? You think we could get Billy Blanks for twenty five hundred? Oh yeah, absolutely. But whose money is it? We would have to. Whose money is it? It's not my money. No, you get paid from our from me and Jordan's money. This would come out of me and Jordan. This would come from Jordan's money. Would all be? Would all be? Sharing. I don't have to go. This would in come on from. It, no, this would come from Jordan's no, but slab this would, money. No, but this would create money. This would be his, from his slab dough. Sure. Okay. It's not from the sweat of his loins, though. No. no. <laughs> I need that for college. I need that money. George. But yeah, we could definitely get uh, whatever person you said. <laughs> See, we can yeah. get him. Okay. Well, if we can get him for 2500 I mm-hmm. think we should. Get him in here. Yeah. But that billboard will generate income for us. Yeah. So it's like, it's an investment. It's like you're losing money not buying exactly. the billboard right exactly. now. Do you think we would just, what if we just, how about this? Hmm. Here's my idea. Okay. Here's my pitch. You get twenty five hundred dollars in a billboard. I don't know what a billboard costs. I'm gonna say five hundred dollars. Look, 
David Reese bought some for uh, election profit makers. And uh, if they can afford them, we can afford a billboard. So we got our $2,500 for Billy They're more popular Blimes. than us. Okay, look, we get- <laughs> Of course they are. They got starly kind sometimes. <laughs> we can afford to pay a guy to spin a sign for two hours in an intersection. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Dressed yeah. as a lemon we, daddy. We, we get a bill. <laughs> or Uncle Sam. The original lemon <laughs> daddy. We get a billboard. Yeah. We get Billy Blanks. Uh-huh. We got River Butcher. Yeah. Uh-huh. Former professional graphic designer to design this <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. And I don't think we're going to get people to listen to the show. Yeah. But I do think if we put a picture of- Because the billboards of, are too confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we put a picture of Billy Blanks, uh-huh. and he's just wearing a shirt that says karate, uh-huh. yeah, it's not, because we can only have the official copyright yeah, access right. to, I'm sure at some point he had to sell Taibo to make rent. So it says, just Billy Blanks, has karate on his shirt, it says, Jordan, Jesse, go across the top, River, you'll lay this out. That's right, I'll lay it out. Uh, and then it, it just puts my Venmo there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so Venmo us, Venmo, just Venmo right us ten bucks. Just a giant <laughs> QR code. Yeah, just Venmo us ten bucks. We don't driving. have time to explain why. <laughs> just, just, just do it. Billy, it's on the billboard. It's on the billboard. Billy Blanks, Jordan, Jesse, go. Venmo right. us ten bucks. I don't know how to make one. I'm sure it's been a long time since you were a graphic it's designer. Been a minute. I can figure it out. But I don't think you know how to make those little uh, digital squibbledy doos. That oh, be- I can <laughs> make a QR code. You can? Oh, yeah. Those are pretty easy. Oh, well, then we just don't just have to put- the QR code. I was just going to say Venmo, put Venmo us, but you <laughs> yeah, could yeah. put one no, of these we'll put a giant QR code that people can scan while they're driving. How big is it compared to Billy Blanks? I mean, it's going to be twice as big as Billy Blanks. So it's one third Billy Blanks, <laughs> That's two right. thirds He'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. be jump kicking the QR code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, but he loves the it's QR code. It's going to be mostly QR code. The point is that he wants people to people get Venmo love us. QR codes. we jump kick the ones we love. They think they're ordering mocktails. Right. You know what I mean? People love QR codes. Yes. $2,500. I bet if we come up with 250 I bet we could get that lady from the karate dojo by my house. Sure, yeah. I bet we, you could. We'd have to take the picture ourselves. But, yeah. These I mean, are pretty good these days. River's willing to do all the designing for free. So Yeah, of course. I, think I heard that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this sounds like this it's sounds be like huge we're made in give the it shade. Away. It'll be huge for us. We this is incredible. Iving my life, you yes. dingus. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. 2024, let's go. And then I'll sign the billboard and that'll add $4 to its value. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's great. To every Venmo, this. it'll yes. just add an it'll extra add four bucks. I love this. Okay. Slap it up. Matt Lieb is the producer of the program. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Pause. Have we given River a chance to no. plug Thank you. the date? <laughs> River, because River is going to yeah. Minneapolis. That's right. I'm going I'm, I'm to be at Acme Comedy Club in February. Boom. It's the 7th through the 10th. Uh, then I'm going to be at the Den Theater in Chicago on the 22nd. Yes. 23rd and 24th, I'll be at Commonwealth Comedy in Dayton, Kentucky. I didn't even know there was a Dayton, Kentucky. Cool. Yeah, I knew about Dayton, Ohio. This Me too. Dayton can... Very close. Dayton, Dayton, Kentucky, and it's got its own comedy it's club, Commonwealth. Commonwealth Comedy. Come out to that. Uh, and then on the 9th of March, I'll be at the Agua Caliente Casino in Cathedral City for their Pride event. Uh, and then in March, I believe it's the 26th, 27th, and 28th, I'll be at Buffalo uh, Helium in Buffalo, New York. Then I'll be at the Punchline Philly 
Uh, and then I'm rounding out at Bananas Comedy Club yes! in Rutherford, New Jersey. Amazing. Not to be con- con- confused with Go Bananas in Cincinnati, yeah, Ohio. Not, don't go to Cincinnati. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> do not go to Rooster Tea Feathers in right. Sunnyvale. Don't do that. Go We're- to riverbutcher.com slash shows to get tickets to all those shows. Can you imagine? Let me ask you this, Jordan. Okay. Picture for a moment that you're a Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. You live in Minneapolis. Oh, it's God, cold. Or it's Twin City, St. Mm-hmm. Paul. Okay. Imagine yourself to be, let's say, Gary Gaetti, former third baseman okay. for the Minnesota yeah, Twins. Yeah, I can picture that. Sure. Okay. Or his sworn enemy, Kent Herbeck, first okay. baseman for the Minnesota Twins. Which one should I imagine? Uh, Dan Gladden, okay. the left fielder. Okay. So. Okay, I'm there. Okay, thank you. Mentally. Uh Now think about all the shit you have to do in February. Oh, my God. Uh, here's, here's some of the fun stuff you have to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Shovel your walkway. Right. Shovel your driveway. Yep. Either go up on your roof or hire professionals to go up on your roof to knock the snow off so your house doesn't collapse. Yep. Uh, Wear a big parka. Drink beer. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you've got. And now River That's Butcher right. is coming to town, and you're telling me you're not going? Precisely Come on. Right. There's no person like that. Every single Minnesotan that's listening to this is going to I see River Butcher. So. Yeah, I should go. hope so. You got to come to these shows. Got to come to these shows. Use that. They have dinner there. Use that system of underground and uh, cross air (laughs) tunnels and towers. (laughs) So you never have to be outside. (laughs) Do they got one of those in Columbus, Kentucky? They don't. Okay. Not in Dayton, Kentucky. And not in Columbus, Kentucky either. What are those locations? Akron, Kentucky. (laughs) Cleveland, (laughs) Kentucky. What are those locations again? We got Buffalo. Yeah, we got Buffalo. Chicago. We got Philly. Philly. We got Chicago in there. Mm -hmm. We got Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. We got Cathedral City, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. Chicago. Agua Caliente. Agua, Agua Caliente. Hot water. You gonna do any gambling while you're there? Maybe. Roll the bones? I don't usually, but maybe I will this time. You know what? I say go to the table and just say, let it ride. <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> They're gonna be like, what no, is, don't put what down do any mean? chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, let it ride. Let it ride, and then just walk away. <laughs> a little less conversation, <laughs> a little more action. <laughs> and then I stick the microphone <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> River, it's always great to see you. Thank you for coming on the program. Oh, thanks for having me. Always great to be back. Congratulations on winning the World Series of your adult baseball league. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, a bunch of adults uh, with a with a trophy. It's pretty yeah. great. There's curveball in it, Jordan. That's confirmed. Cool. That's right. I'm not joining. Not if there's fucking curveballs. <laughs> oh, yeah, <right? laughs> they seem like they're coming at you, and then they're not. Beamed. But what if they don't curve? Then they I do come at you I and hit you. They really do. They really do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt Lieb, uh, love you by the free design, courtesy free design and line in the attic records. Of course, we're on Instagram at put.this.on at Jordan David Morris. Uh, of course, you should pre order Jordan's upcoming oh, yeah. book. Uh, which you can find by going onto your favorite bookseller's website or going in there and asking them to order. I used to do that, Borders. People come in and say, can you order this for me? I'd say, yes, of yeah. course. The, yeah, you do it. They, li- they like it. Yeah. They like, you liked to do it. Yeah, I've, I loved it. No, it's really, it's a nice thing to do. When you work at the bookstore, you're glad to do it because you feel like, yeah, we'll give you a call when it comes in. <laughs> it's like you a again. service you can provide. <laughs> it's easy for you, but it feels good like you're really doing yeah. something for the person. Yeah, youth group, pre-order it. Yeah, you, or pre-order Go in youth, group. youth group. That's it. <laughs> and uh, hey, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, 
And you're listening to this right when it comes out, Saturday afternoon, Judge John Hodgman at SF Sketchfest, sfsketchfest.com nice. for your tickets. Okay, uh, that's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.